Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Quarantine with Coop. This week is a very different episode from the first two, as I changed it a lot in between the first and the second, and now this one we actually have a guest star. We have Mr. Henry King is going to be on in just a very little bit. But first off, just a little bit about how I'm doing, maybe a story or two, and then we're going to call him up. First off, let's start with our quote of the week. Our quote of the week is, The one who does, also does not. That's a quote I said many a time, 2004 through who knows when. Maybe 2044, I don't know. It's only 24 years away, that's sad. Um, but we have a very fun show planned. I've been talking with our guests for a while. I actually have all our guests starting to fill up. We've got some fun ones. If you were listening to this and you were a follower of our Instagram page, Quarantine with Coop, there's a post that repost on your story and you will be put into a raffle to be a special guest. I have a special guest slot ready for whoever wins. I'm going to do a full-on interview and it's going to be a good time. It is currently 6.30, which is the earliest I've ever recorded one of these. So let's see if the, uh, the quality changes at all. I'm very, very excited. So let's let's talk a little, let's talk a story or two before we call up Henry. Um, because we are we are doing social distancing. We will not have guests physically in the room for a very long time, but we will be calling them or FaceTiming them or a plethora of different ideas. So I'm trying to think of a story to tell. And uh, there's so many good stories to tell. But I'm going to end up going with the time. That's a good question. What is... Oh, I can say the time. This is a short one. This is a short and funny one. So we were at a party once, and I'm not gonna. It's not like a drinking party. It was a fun party. It was for some uh, something I was in part of. And we were playing a game called Cards Against Humanity, which is basically the dirty version of Apples to Apples, and it's actually a very fun game. So you'll get something like War is good for, and then you have to like play a card. So I've played Dead Parents and stuff like that, and it was it's terrible. And this teacher sits down, and he was helping us all with what we were doing. And he sits down, and I'm the person who gets to choose which one's the funniest. And so everybody puts in their cards, and I'm sitting there. And it's like, blah, 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 blank. And then they have to fill in the blank. And so I see, like, some terrible ones, like 9-11, which never forget. And some other really, really dumb ones, like pancakes. And then there's one is panda sex. And I was like, huh, I wonder who played panda sex. And so then I, there was another one that was even funnier. I forget what it was. Um, maybe, like, dead hookers or something. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I think Dead Hookers wins. But whoever did Panda Sex, that's really funny. And the teacher goes, damn it! He was mad that he did not win. And that's, because he played Panda Sex. And I think it was the funniest thing. So that's one quick story. I'm trying to think if I have any other funny stories to tell. There's always, there's always a few good stories. I'm trying to think. I really don't have many stories off the top of my head. I'm kind of looking around my room to see if I have any funny stories off the top of my head. No, there's really none. There's really, really none. I know I definitely have some fun, funnier stories planned, like the time I was a principal of school. Some other really funny ones. But now we're just going to switch over. I'm going to call up Henry. I'm grabbing my phone. We're going to call him up and talk to him for a little bit. Calling him up, as you can hear. Henry! 
What? Wendy's. Damn it, I forgot I had them on speed dial. Um, um, Henry, see you later. Yeah, sorry about that. I forgot I had Wendy's on speed dial. That kind of worried me. Not gonna lie. I'm not gonna, like, re-record. I'm already far enough in. Hi, Henry. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm great. Happy to be here, Cooper. How are you? I'm doing great. So, so how's uh, quarantine life uh, treating you? Um, quarantine, you know, it's, uh, it's going well. It's getting a little repetitive, you know. I feel like I'm living in a constant cycle. I guess the best way to put it is, you know the movie Groundhog Day? Yes, I've been to the set of the movie. Fantastic. Well, that's basically how we're living right now. It, it, I couldn't tell you what day of the week it is. I thought it was Saturday. And then my mom's like, you have e-learning? And I said, oh, crap, I do. And you did it? I did my Surprise. e-learning. I did my e-learning. I'm a good student, I swear. Except for when it comes right. to chemistry. <laughs> Don't get of me course. started. We've got some fun stories for chemistry. One, one of these episodes. We'll have a rant episode. Um. So I just have two questions for you. We'll go deeper into these late way later in the uh episode but do you think la la land is a bad movie okay now, you do not just la la answer land. yes or no oh okay um or if you haven't seen I'm, it i'm with my answer i haven't seen it in a long time but i'm gonna say yes okay so we're not gonna go into however that. it is greatly overhyped i thought it was a good movie i don't think it was a fantastic film like it was said it was okay we might go more into that do you think the loon the, the moon landing was fake absolutely not that was 100 percent real okay so we're gonna go more into that in a little bit so all right hold on to that because i do like a fun segment of something something that i think is real or not real that everybody else thinks the opposite of and you and i are gonna get into a heated debate because i have some 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 facts about the moon landing conspiracy theorist i see uh where it counts all right okay so the first question i have for you is that i told you a little bit about this a little bit before just to make sure you we didn't spend the whole episode of you pondering we're gonna rank some chicken tenders because i know that you really uh, of course i know that you enjoy chicken tenders so my first question yes. is what where is your third favorite place to get chicken tenders from favorite place okay i was only i was not prepared for this um do i always have to be prepared henry <laughs> man it only strikes you like when you're about to name a restaurant you just forget every restaurant that ever exists henry you better have used the study guide i sent you yesterday of course i'm sorry i've been slacking because i've been too busy doing my real studying did you just say that my no, studying is not real <laughs> those are fighting words Place you can always chicken. change it, so. Chicken tenders from. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, man, do you remember Tap House Grill? I do. Back in the day, yeah. That's number three. That's number three. Yes. Okay, now. Oh, sorry, Flips. Where? Flips. Flips. Flips is, has very good chicken tenders. So does Portillo's. Portillo's is my number one. 
Really? I mean, they are the best two contenders for a chicken tender off. Which which I both know, Cooper. Which you lost. <laughs> lost terribly. I, I mean, I disrespected you. It was you. my mistake to challenge you to a chicken tender eating competition, but you, I didn't expect to be so brutally massacred that day. How about you uh, tell the nice folks a story? All right. Um, so, we're on the set of Young Frankenstein. Phenomenal uh, musical. And, what was that? I'm sorry. It's a phenomenal musical. It's a very good show. Oh, it, that it was. Fantastic. And um, every night, uh, once... One rehearsal um, for the musical, there's a chicken tender night, which is where dinner served is all Portillo's chicken tenders. And it's amazing. I was a little, I was feeling a little cocky that day, so I challenged Cooper to a chicken tender eating competition. And uh, I don't want to say the score. I'll say it, don't worry. So the score was, and I got to give Henry his due. He he did well. He ate eight chicken tenders, which is a lot. That's a lot. Nine? Nine. Nine chicken tenders. That's a lot. But I, I, you don't understand. I'm a monster when it comes to chicken tenders. So I ate 15. 15 and a half. I'm getting to that part. And so Henry, Henry couldn't finish his last two. And he's bringing it over to the garbage can. And he's, he, he's not happy because I, I brutally, brutally murdered him in the chicken tender off. And he's about to throw his plate of chicken tenders Away and I go, Henry, no! And I run over and I rip one of his chicken tenders in half and eat it in one bite. That is the most disrespectful thing you could do to any person when you're having an eating. Yeah, you don't need to give them the middle finger or anything. No, no, no. You just eat some of their food disrespectfully yeah. and you, you're the best. You're the best around. So now I know not to challenge him to a chicken tender eating competition. Hey, I'm thinking this year we could, we could do another. Oh, God, maybe. I don't know. I was not good at that. The rest of that rehearsal, like, I was not physically well. No, neither of us were. And when I told Fox about it, he's like, yeah, you're never doing that again. Oh, did he say that now? Well, he told me, so the next day was uh, meatballs. And he told me, he's like, I'm only allowing you to have two meatballs. Well, so he found out about our chicken tender competition. Uh, He just knew how many I ate. All right, um, next year we're going to have to do one. We're going to have to do one every year just uh, to get on his nerves. <laughs> Mr. Fox has to stand next to us. <laughs> You're reading those too fast. Slow down. Yeah, I would tell him to, to can it because I'm a chicken tender connoisseur. That you are. Okay, so I guess I'm going to go over some of mine. Meatheads. Meatheads had really, really good chicken tenders before they closed down. Uh, Studio Movie. Their chicken tenders are amazing. Their chicken sandwich is so good. Um, We know I had their chicken tenders once, I remember. They were really good. They are pretty swell. Uh, Studio Movie Grill. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't think so. But a movie theater had really, really good chicken tenders. I get them every time. Yeah. Now, however, our research is not complete because Raising Cane's Yes. Not to open until early May. Early May. So it's coming up. A few weeks. Next yeah, it's week. going to be drive-thru only uh, okay. for some reason. But, you know, I will be one of the first customers there. Um, I don't, I'm not going to have anything set in stone, but maybe Henry and I can social distance and eat them and give our review for the podcast. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? We'll be on again. Um, if, if this goes well and you want to be on again, I have plenty of spots open. They're... They are filling up fast. I do have some good people coming up, but none will be better than you. 
Oh, why, thank you. Yep. And then my number one for chicken tenders. Drum roll, please. Village. It's a small, uh, it's right near the Culver's, and it's next to a, a fire station. Uh, Village Tavern is what it's called, and they have the best chicken tenders. They have the perfect ratio of batter to chicken, and they're meaty chicken tenders. Now, you are going to be paying a little bit extra, um, usually for about six fries a side. Um, it, it's about $13, but it is the best chicken tenders ever until maybe Raising Cane's. I don't know. Well, why don't you give me a little uh, more depth on, like, are these, like, crispy ones or, like, What's the best feature? Parts. So the ends are very crispy, but the middle is just a perfect, like, sweet dough. And the chicken inside is very meaty. Like, I can take one of theirs and cut it into, I don't know, seven chunks. And I can okay. usually, usually, so you, you've heard that I can finish 15 and a half. I can usually only finish about four of these. Oh, maybe we'll have to bring those into a next year maybe they're the best chicken tenders in the world they're world famous for their chicken tenders all right man i believe you they're great wait raising canes is world famous for their chicken tenders though oh man there's like gangs raising canes is a franchise so you know there's like chicken tender gangs instead of the bloods and the crips <laughs> this guy over here he's in village chicken village chicken Okay, so uh, I've, I've done a little bit of research before I called you up, Henry. And uh, right here it says, on your LinkedIn page, it says back in 2016, you said, meow, meow, with the devil emoji, then the water emoji. Uh, how did you decide on this stance for uh, socialism? Um, uh, that is not my LinkedIn page. I have no idea where you found that. It, I'm... Um, I'm typing it back in. Yep, it says definitely not a fake account, and you said meow meow with the devil emoji, then the water emoji. Um, I'm just wondering how this how this uh, decided your stance on socialism. Like, are you asking me about my stance on socialism? Are you asking me about that assumed like? Well, this post, this post is just meow meow with the devil emoji and the water emoji. That just that's that is blasting socialism. So in what, what ways? Do I need to recite it again? Meow, meow, with the devil emoji and the water emoji? That is straight-up socialism. So are you saying that you agree with socialism or you disagree with socialism? Absolutely not. You if I did make a post in, refer in reference to socialism, it was either satirical or straight-up critical of socialism. It what has is been tried in history, and I do not believe it works. Thank you. Um, keeping with current events... What do you think of Kim Jong-un? Is he going to bite the dust? All right. So, based on what I have heard... The rumors. First of all, as much as a threat he may be to the United States, he's such a good friend of Dennis Rodman's. And I, I don't know if Dennis would be able to cope with that loss. I'm going gonna to pause you right there. For those who don't know, Henry is a good friend of Dennis Rodman. And I am a good friend of Carl Weathers. And we have a fun day planned with them one day in the future hopefully hopefully <laughs> if carl weathers ever returns my damn mail <laughs> yeah well you know um this whole thing about kim jong-un it's very fascinating because it goes to show how little the north korean government is willing to tell us yeah 
Um, because regardless of like if he is dead or not, like they are being very secretive. They always have. Um, you know, but I heard South Korea is now saying that he's alive. And South Korea isn't up with North Korea's uh, propaganda. So, you know, uh, South Korea is trustworthy to me. They're claiming that Kim Jong is well. There's so many different rumors floating around. Like, some people are like, hey, he's alive and well. But then some other people are like, oh, yeah, he's he's dead. His sister's already started to take over. Right. Now, but, that's the part that confused me. Like, I, like, I'm not making a sexist statement, but, like... Henry, I thought he, on your LinkedIn page, it says, I'm a sexist. It, how do you feel about this accusation? <laughs> I feel like you're pulling up a really weird person's LinkedIn page. I swear, it's right here. Look at him. You can even hear the iPad tapping noises as I Google it. Ah, uh, yes, that, that makes it more believable. I hope it does. So as you're saying about now, Kim Jong Un's sister, I North Korea was a patriarchal um, ruling system. Like I thought they didn't allow women to rule. No, it's a dictatorship. You can do whatever you want in a dictatorship. Look at I Hitler. Guess so yeah. I think her name's Kim Jong Un. I'm Kim Yo Jong. That's what it is. I knew it was something like that. I, I swear I'm not a racist. I swear I'm not a racist. I, I thought it was something. Really? Because I found a LinkedIn page. God damn it, Henry. 15. Those LinkedIn. They, it was 2007. I could say other things back then. Uh, the username is BaconChild226. Henry? Henry? So that coincides. Henry, if Disney finds this, they're going to fire me from their big project. <laughs> then I'll stop right there. Th th thank you. Thank you. So yeah, that's... Tell us a little more about this project. Uh, I'm not legally allowed to. Kevin Feige has multiple guns uh, on, the, on the roof right now. He has snipers, and he tells, he says if I tell anything about my upcoming Marvel movie, he, he said he was going to pull the trigger. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not actually legally even allowed to mention it, so I might I might be getting fined. Let's hope not. Um, I have a lot of fun questions. I have some, some more fun ones. Um, this is a very serious question, and if you don't agree with it or you don't want to answer it, you don't have to. Um, which Jonas brother do you think is the hottest? Mm. I've, I've thought long and hard about this, and I know that the correct answer is Frankie Jonas, that poor, poor child. I'm going to go with his Nick brothers, Jonas. His, his, all three of his brothers, like, they just got their fame the easy way, you know. Yeah. From just being a band. Frankie Jones had to earn... You know, his... just being a band. They didn't do much after that. They just were a band. Yeah. I mean, some of them have talent. I like Nick Jonas. He's a good actor. He was good in Jumanji. He was. That's like all he's done. That's why I say he's a good actor. Jumanji was a fantastic film franchise. I, I very much enjoy it. Now, he's, <laughs> he's no Don Cheadle. Oh, of course not. There is, there's only one Don Cheadle. Keaton, but you know. Michael Keaton. Okay, this is gonna. This is veering off a little bit. Michael Keaton. That reminds me of Batman. And when you say Batman, that makes me think of Batman Returns. And when I think of Batman Returns, I think about how ugly Michelle Pfeiffer is. I don't like her. She's not talented. That's my hot take. Okay. Um, Thank you. I do not know who Michelle Pfeiffer is. Have you ever seen Batman Returns? No, I've only seen the original Batman with Michael Keaton. Well, watch the sequel to it, and she plays Catwoman. Got it. All right. 
Um, so back to what we're saying. Uh, which Jonas brother do you think is hottest? Frankie. Frankie. Respectable. Frankie. Very, very respectable. You which... don't even know who Frankie is, do you? Nope. He is their younger brother. He's not in the band. Well, sucks to be him. Know. Yeah, he's poor kid. Well, at least he has rich brothers. That's right. Like I bet you if he puts himself out there a little more, he could become richer and more famous than them. Why do you like sound like this kid's dad? Champ, you just gotta go out there. Champ, you just gotta go out there. Put yourself out there and you'll be more famous than all your brothers, kiddo. Pal. Sport. Sport. I was about to say that. Um, now I have... I talked to you earlier in the year before the world went to shit. Um, and you started watching Star Wars. I did, yes. Uh, it, was, it was a more recent thing, you know, I wasn't a huge Star Wars person, um, and then I guess I just matured, um, and now here I am. So, you want to give us some of the things you've liked about the Star Wars saga, 1 through 9? We're, we're going to exclude the Mandalorian, that I have, without spilling the beans, I have a guest in the works who's going to talk all about the Mandalorian. Oh my god. Is it Carl Weathers? It is not Carl Weathers. <laughs> it might be Mr. Jonathan Walsh. Wow. Yep. That would be fantastic. I know. Everybody loves it. Right. Oh, so, just some so quick takes. One through nine. Try to keep it... I feel like the whole character arc of Anakin Skywalker is just a masterpiece. I would agree. We're just the perfect example of the fallen hero. And he was, he was just as good a hero as he was a villain. They did a really good job developing his character. Well, when you really think about it, when you watch the first three, he's kind of just like a guy in a suit. But what George Lucas did masterfully, which not enough people give um, credit to, is that he made such a perfect prequel story for Anakin to show, like, how we should actually care for this guy. Right, you know, like, what caused him to become a Sith. I will say he does become a Sith very quickly, but it's it's beautiful. The duel between... Uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin is it's a masterpiece. Which one? Uh, Mustafar. Ah, uh, Mustafar. Episode. That was a fantastic scene. Yeah, I mean, Obi-Wan did have the high ground, so he did win. But if you notice, in, Obi-Wan does better when he has the low ground. Like, for example, remember when he killed Darth Maul? Yeah. When he started when he was hanging on that platform. He well, was tricking Anakin into jumping. That's crazy. You know what? I think you just need to go to every uh, Obi-Wan fight scene and see if he has the high ground or the low ground and see what he wins more with. Because, I mean, even technically, even technically, when he has the high ground, yes, he won, but he didn't win. He lost a brother. He lost his friend's three limbs. He cut him off, and he, he hurt himself, and he hurt many other people. So I don't think it he... It was for the greater good. You and I both know that. It was for the greater good. It really was. Um, what have you liked of the sequel trilogy? Have you finished all nine movies? Yes. All okay. nine, I've seen every movie except for Solo. I never got to it, but I heard it's really good. I, I enjoyed Solo. A lot of people don't like it. I think it's good. It, it's a fun time. I really enjoyed Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. <laughs> you can tell a lot about a person uh, if you're looking at whether they say Childish Gambino or Donald Glover. You know? I, I, a lot about a person already. I say Donald Glover because it's more respectful, you know, like, if he knocked on my door and I was like, oh, hey, Childish Gambino, like, yeah, he'd be fine with it. 
but it would kind of make me seem weird. So I, I just say Donald Glover. Well, why would he be knocking on your door? I refuse to answer that under the grounds that it may incriminate me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Henry, you're hitting some personal spots, man. All right, all right, I'll back off. <laughs> so, sequel trilogy, what have you liked? Because I know we could really spend a whole episode saying things we don't like, but I like to just look on the on the nice side of this. Hmm. So, some things you like about the sequel trilogy. Yeah, so seven, eight, nine. I have nine. to say this without saying all the things that I dislike about it. Um, you can mention a few things you do not like, but try to keep it to a minimum. I like, I like Poe. I think he's a good character. Um, I liked the scene in The Rise of Skywalker, you know, when all the ships come up. Yep. Um, that was, a, you know, just a blood pumping. The one thing I will say about that scene, is I know I'm not supposed to get negative, but I'm getting a little negative, is I thought that it was a little too similar to the final battle in Avengers Endgame. I thought the entire movie was too similar. It really was. It really, really was. I mean, in some spots, word for word, you know, like, uh, right before... Um, Spoilers. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so is it cool with the spoilers? Yeah, I said spoilers, so yeah, you can say spoilers. Okay, yeah. So in the end, you know, when Ray is fighting Palpatine, he said, I am the Sith. I am all the Sith. I am all the Sith. And then Ray says, I am all the Jedi. That is like word for word what happened in Endgame. And I think Endgame, if you were were to show me Episode 9 and Endgame, I would take Endgame any day. Oh, absolutely. I think Endgame is such... I'm more of a Marvel fan anyway, but like, I don't know, Marvel's just been an incredibly written series. It really is, and um, I will talk later about my disappointment on how how the dates have changed. And I have some insider knowledge about that. Um, oh, I do too. Coronavirus, dude. It's a little more than that, but all right. But it's gonna it's gonna be a good episode. Um, so as I talked about earlier, the moon landing. What makes you think that it's real? I have evidence on both sides, and I'm really conflicted. I think, at the end of the day, it was real, but only by like one percent. So it's like right, 5149. We need to go back to why people started believing it was fake. Because, like, if you think about it, like, why did people just pick that one specific event and make that, like, one of the most well-known conspiracies? Well, there is... Why? To play devil's advocate, and it's not a card game, um, if you, there's so many points that it could have been fake. Like, there are some leaks, but that could have been fake. The fake, the, the fake, fake could be fake i know i'm saying fake a lot but um the one thing that i always keep thinking back to is how the flag stood stood up when there was no gravity no wind no nothing it was planted in the ground yes i understand but if you look at it's it's just a regular flag but if you look at the flag itself it's 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 like it's blowing in the wind but there's no wind in space well, no, that was just the force of him twisting the flag. But mm-hmm. additionally, some of the footage, like, this is true, you can look it up. Some of the footage was faked by Hollywood because it's just really difficult to film footage in outer space. So well, yeah, of course. That's what... lots of the conspiracies, you know, people start believing, oh, what if they just faked the whole thing, you know? Yeah, it, when you've never been up there before, you're going to want to film some Obviously. stuff. 
So I think I think in the end, yes, the moon landing happened. I think parts of it were fake, but not a hundred percent. Yeah, I really do think that you made it to the moon, you know, but not all the footage that you see was real just because like I mean it was nineteen sixty nine. They didn't have nice high end filming technology yeah. to film on the moon. Yeah. Um, you know what, we have the time, so why don't we go back to it? La La Land. I watched it once. It was on a plane ride to California. And I got like an hour in, thought it was bored, turned it off, watched the rest, and I absolutely hate that movie with a burning passion. It had no sensible plot. The uh, The only part I kind of liked was Ryan Gosling, but it was, it was just a m- weird plot twist at the end that had no reason to be in there and a bunch of other random things. Henry, how do you feel about the movie? I personally thought it was alright. I thought it was decent. There were parts that could have been salvageable, but they just decided to make it way too long. You know, there were some parts, like, uh, you know, I don't like movies where the characters have really long monologues. Yes. Like, this this is why I didn't like Marriage Story. I'm sorry, Cooper, I know. Marriage Story was good. It's sad. There were too many monologues. Like, I just, I don't want to watch okay. Scarlett yes. Johansson just, like, staring away from the camera, just like, he's very emotional. Okay. He, he cries when he wants to. Okay. We're going to finish off talking about La La Land, and then we're going to talk about Marriage Story for a little bit. All right, yeah. Because, like I was saying, you know, those yeah. things can be seen in La La Land. And then, uh, I also am not a jazz music fan. Uh, I, I got you. Yeah. Um, but you know, I feel like the story itself, uh, like it kept you interested, or at least it kept me interested. I don't know. I just you. There was not much I really enjoyed. Okay, like what? Um, I thought that the characters were very one note, and that they kept doing selfish things, only to end up back at square one, for absolutely no reason. And I also didn't really. Did that on purpose, though. I don't, hey, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so maybe it's better now, but I really just did not enjoy it. I did not think it was a good movie. Okay. And I respect that. Like, I, I thought it was all right, but I thought it was greatly overhyped. Yes, exactly. Like, how can I best put this? All right. Don't get mad at me. Bohemian Rhapsody is such an overrated song. Like, it's, it's a, it's an okay song. You know, I like it. But it's overplayed. The point where it has been overplayed so many times, where like if it, I'm gonna be honest, man, if it came up on my Spotify mix, I would probably skip it. Um, I would not skip it just because it is a complete banger, but it is played way too much. That is, yes, that is the one thing right now on the radio. Blinding lights by the weekend, who I absolutely love. The weekend, um, it's being played way too much, which sucks because it's such a good song. It was a good song, but it was corrupted by TikTok and the radio. It, it was. It, honestly, his album, there's some really good songs on his new album. Faith is a really good song. If you want to go listen to that, I recommend it. Scared to Live. I don't like The Weeknd. I do like Blinding Lights, though. Yeah, well, because it has such nice 80s uh, undertones and overtones that it just really works well as a song. Right. You know, every once in a while, you will get a really good song. It's got, like, those 80s undertones. You know, um, the song Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke? Yeah. That also has some 80s tones that I appreciated. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just kind of had that vibe. Um, so I just mentioned it a little bit. Marriage Story. I'm going to say a few things that I liked about it. There was... it. It's a slow movie. Even though it's only like two hours, it's a slow movie. It's I more... cannot handle slow movies. That's what I didn't like about it. It's a character study, though, which is something you need to know going into it. Um, right. I really liked Adam so Driver. I to not watch the movie. <laughs> There's just so much that is good. Um, all, like, all the actors do really well, and it's like a well-made movie. But it also, it cuts a lot to, like, useless things, but then also, like, really important things, but doesn't spend the time. And then, spoilers, um, Adam Driver's character sings for absolutely no reason. Oh, that was horrendous. I actually had to skip that part, because I was like, it was, there was no point to it. But I will say, um, the one scene, and you probably, I don't know if you, Henry, if you know which scene I'm talking about, uh, near the end of the movie, where the two parents talk, it had such good intensity when Adam Driver, spoilers again, he tells his ex-wife that he hopes she's dead every morning, every day so that he can have his kid. And it's it shows kids of divorce. And I'm not a kid of divorce, and I don't think you are either. But it shows a different side to outsiders. And I thought that was a good part, part of the movie. Now, I thought um, the scene where he accidentally cuts himself, that was just disgusting. Yeah, there was no okay. point. Yeah. Um... Some of the scenes were just, like, uncomfortable and not to a funny extent. Like, the entire scene uh, with the child uh, protective service lady, uh, you know, she's coming to interview uh, the dad about his care of the son. Yeah, there's... just really long and uncomfortable. For no reason. And really, like, that's what the entire movie was, you know? It's just a bunch of long and uncomfortable scenes. I got you. Yeah, I definitely understand. Um, if you're looking for a slow burn and a movie that you might feel terrible after, I definitely recommend. Who would look for that? Like, why would anyone be looking for that? Oh, I purposely watched it. I was like, I, I want to feel sad. Miserable. Well, then why don't you turn on Marriage Story? Because I was like, yeah, I want to feel bad. And I heard about it. And I like, and I'm a movie guy, so I decided to watch it. You were the one that told me to watch it, so. Ew, it's good. It's good in the end. It's better than La La Land. Um, so okay, I guess I thought La La Land was better than Marriage Story. Well, you, you know, you, you can shut I up. I didn't either of them, but La La Land is, I'd pick. In the end. In the end. Um, so I guess I'm just gonna say a few more one-off things, and then we'll be finish up this episode. Uh, first off, I decided this just like an hour ago, but every guest will be getting a Baby Yoda sticker. And How is that gonna work? Since uh, once quarantine is over, I have a full day plan where I'm gonna go. Out, yeah. I'm gonna go deliver your sticker. I actually have Henry's in my hand right now. I'm looking at it. It's Baby Yoda on the back. Is his name written? Oh, lovely. And it's very kind of you. Once it's done, because I want you guys to have something to remember. And I have like fifty of them. Yeah. That I got for my birthday, so I want you to be able to remember this, and it was, it's very good. Um, Thank you. It's very generous of you. So usually on my podcast, if you haven't listened before henry or the listener i usually like to say a fun fact and then one quote to end the episode and so henry i'm gonna keep you on for this and i'm gonna say i'm gonna tell you the fun fact is that this is gonna be the corona edition the rona edition alcohol sales are up 55 percent in the u.s right now damn right yeah yeah i'm not ashamed of that <laughs> if they want to drink let them drink <laughs> if they want to drink let them drink don't judge them for buying more alcohol i mean Everyone's buying more alcohol. You gotta stock up before it's all gone. Yeah, well. Tell that to everybody who's in AA meetings in a few months. 
So I guess I'm going to end this episode on the quote I said last week. I kind of want to do a, a, a quote, the same quote every week. Henry, you can chip in whatever you want right now. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, follow your dreams. That's and a good quote. Down. That's a good quote. So the quote I just want to say is, smile and the world smiles with you. I think that's a great quote. You sure you don't have anything else to say? Oh, one more thing. Go ahead. For a song called Piano Man, the guy with the harmonica is, like, way too damn prominent. That's my favorite quote. That is my Instagram bio because of that quote Henry King said. That, that's a story for another time. It is one of my favorite songs of all time. But in the end, the focus is on the harmonica. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The harmonica is the apex predator. The a- I've never heard a harmonica called the Apex Predator. Well, this has been uh, Quarantine with Coop. We're here with guest Henry King. Henry, thank you for coming on. I think Thanks for having me. If you would like, I have some slots open if you want to come back this season. Um, there's a, I'd be happy to return. There's probably, I think, let's see, this is episode three. I have another 13 episodes planned. I have it planned that the last episode will come out on 6-9. Nice. I think that's our first day of freedom, right? Maybe. Is quarantine extended to June 8th now? I don't even know. Maybe. The days blur together, as said earlier. Right. So, this has been Quarantine with Coop. Thanks to everybody who's listening. Thanks to everybody who showed up. And good night.